Are you ready to hear the secret of investing in the future? I'm here to let you know something that you'll never read on any blog and you probably won't hear from a lot of people that don't have time in the market. There's a debate between time on the market and time in the markets. When it comes to real estate, you want to make sure you're getting the right advice, not the latest TikTok opinion or from someone who has not done it themselves. The one reason that I started this podcast at year 18 of my real estate career is because it's something that I've wanted to do. I wasn't sure what the medium was going to be. And I've seen other people do different things. And to me, to be honest, uh, blogs bored me. I don't even know if the people writing those blogs were actually the ones with the experience. And as you'll know, if you've been in any field of expertise for any amount of time that you can tell by how someone talks, if it's them or if it's, if it's their experience or if it's just something they read somewhere, it doesn't, it just doesn't come out the same way. And of course, when we meet in person, you can definitely, you know, ask me any question you want and you'll hear the real answers in this voice. This is my voice. This isn't my podcast or my radio voice. I don't have one. This is the only one I've got for, 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 uh, you know, for, for all, um, to, to be completely uh, upfront about everything. I don't have another voice and I don't even have a middle name. So my, my parents could not afford to give me, um, a middle name or, a, a you know, a, an alternate voice. So when we meet and we talk about, you know, what's going on and, and what the best plans for your future are, you're going to hear it in my real voice. And the real, the reality behind the secret ingredient to investing in the future, meaning that where let's talk, let's talk 2023 where you plan to be in your life in 2043 is the best way to start your investment program, especially with real estate. So rather than try to, you know, guess as you go, the secret is to reverse engineer the process. Excuse me. So to decide where it is that you want to be, to decide where your investments are going to be. And of course, no one has the crystal ball. No one has crystal balls either. None of us know what's going to happen in 20 years. But at some point, whether you do it or someone else does, you need to make a decision on your future. And it starts a lot sooner than you have control over. So I'll give you my story and hopefully it'll help you understand why this is so important to do it this way. 
So my story started, my real estate story started in 1998. I was 24. For about three to five years before that, something happened that I guess is what set me on my route in life. And um, I'm not sure what the catalyst was, but around 16 or so, I started getting incredibly passionate about learning and not learning in the school sense because uh, you could I'll show you my report cards that they weren't fantastic my learning was in the library so I would spend probably my entire weekend you know I I wasn't I wasn't anti-social I played lots of sports and um, I was in a band so I, 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 I was around people but There was also times when I just wanted my own solitude. So I would go to the library and I'd spend hours upon hours with books stacked up higher than me. When I'm sitting down, the books were pretty much, you know, higher than me. And the things that I needed to learn at that time, things that were interesting to me were things about finance. Um, I remember specifically, and I still have the book because it's so important um, it's such a, it was such an important book in my life at the time, Personal Finance for Dummies. It was out during that time, and whether it's that version or some earlier version, um, it basically allowed me to learn about things that I'd never learned about before. So I self-taught myself, self-taught myself, yeah, <laughs> um, I self-taught finances investing, real estate, taxes, all the stuff that I could possibly learn. And none of this stuff was ever discussed in high school at that time. So it was all, it was fascinating to me because this to me was the stuff I really wanted to learn. And I wasn't willing to wait for someone to teach me. And there was no way I was going to learn this um, at home or from family. So this was my really my only way. So for the years between 16, 17, and 24, I spent deciding that real estate was going to be the best way for me to move ahead in life and and kind of get out from where I was currently placed. Because again, we don't have any any choice or any any say on where we're born and, 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 and where we start. But we've got every bit of say at a certain age usually your teenage years, when you can decide that it's time for me to do something else. So the first principle of investing for me with real estate was, and I didn't know this at the time, this is obviously from looking back and and reverse engineering uh, the whole process is, it doesn't matter if you like that property or that community or not at first. So let me just be clear. It does not matter if you like that community or that home when you're in an investing mindset. What you need to make sure is that if that property or that community has potential, then you can learn to like it. For me, I wanted to invest in East York, in, in the in the Danforth, East York area of Toronto. This was the late 90s. 
at that time doing homework on properties was not easy you really had to you know dig in and 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 find out everything you could so i was not a realtor at the time that i bought my first home so i had to rely on others to help me do the research on this and from everything that i saw going back a couple of years of course this was the 90s this was the time of the big real estate recession in toronto so prices were definitely in a downward spiral from 1990 right right on things didn't even recover fully for about 12 years it's it's one thing that people don't know or don't think about because a lot of people just weren't there so not only was i there but i was invested so i basically decided at that time with the limited knowledge i had that well this is one of those areas that just it feels like no one's really paying attention to and it was very much an older neighborhood uh, complete with you know most of the people there were world war ii vets so it was a lot of seniors like a very high amount of seniors in this area and i was in my 20s so while a lot of people in my age range were probably hoping to move into neighborhoods with people their age none of that mattered to me i i didn't really care about that i wanted to say okay If this neighborhood is going to be undergoing transformation, if it's going to, you know, if it's going to be a lot of people moving out, you know, and, and, uh, you know, new families moving in, that's going to appreciate prices in a few years. So I'm happy to say that because of that first risk, that first investment, um, I was able to actually stop working for a while and take my real estate license so my first property i bought as a as a civilian i guess you'd say uh, is what funded my ability to take the time i needed to get into real estate because at that time i was in the gym business the fitness world and as much as i liked it there it was not easy making a making money in that business it was very very cutthroat and you did not have uh, a lot of opportunity for growth so as I worked there, I decided to also work on my real estate license and I got that. So my, my point here is as much as I liked my first house, I didn't love it. And as much as I liked my second house and it was, it, it had great memories. It's gone now because someone, someone built a monster house on it, but it's where my daughter was born. But the house itself, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Great memories from there, and I'll always have them. And wherever we ended up having my daughter would have been great memories. It wasn't until my third house that I really started to give myself, I guess, the, the ability to like and love where I lived. And that's where I was for a long, long time just recently sold that property but it was one of those places where um, it had a lot of potential for growth and it was in an area at the time that was definitely on the wrong side of the tracks and and if you um, you know if we ever meet I'll tell you more details about it but at one point if you lived on the on the west side of Woodbine the sun was shining, the birds were singing. If you lived on the east side of Woodbine, 
it was like a dark cloud and rain and thunder it, it, and it was like it was sort of the, the the running joke and some people still have that in their heads which of course is not even remotely true it never was um, so because of that I was able to get an incredible property that was probably way out of my fighting weight um, this was this was a couple of years ago but I was able to get it for a really good price and that particular property um, ended up going up in value by three or four times during those years that I bought it. So these are the things that I want for all of you listening. I want you guys to be able to get uncomfortable with this decision. This is going to be the most money you'll ever spend. Probably it was for me when I started and ever since, but if you take the right kind of risks, if you can get out of your comfort zone, if you can go into an area, and I didn't grow up where I bought that house. I grew up in Scarborough and I really didn't have any intentions of buying. I was looking, but I didn't have an intention of buying at the time where I grew up. I just didn't see any potential there. And, and it worked out that the area that I invested in did way better in terms of growth. So. This is what I want to help you guys do. And right now, to be honest, not a lot of opportunities like that exist in Toronto. So a lot of them are going to be outside of the city. So you've got to be willing to explore and look into those opportunities with me um, to give you a little bit more of an advantage versus what everybody else is doing. Because if you do what everyone else is doing, you're going to get what everyone else gets. And if that's good enough for you, that's great. But if you're comfortable or if you can be comfortable getting uncomfortable, it could be your life changing decision. And I really want to be part of that. If I can, um, I'm hoping to be, you know, I've been doing this now 23 years. I hope to still be going strong in another 23 years when I see the results of uh, all of your great investments, uh, you know, change all of your lives. And, and, and that's really uh, what I've seen happen. And it's really what I want to see happen for you. So I hope this has been helpful. And by, and, and for, for, and just like with every podcast I do, the link in the description is how you can connect with me to get this report that is absolutely critical in making this decision, because it'll tell you what the top areas right now to invest in Ontario are. And that starts the conversation. Of course, you know, you have to be willing to um, uh, adjust your life a little bit, but for a little bit of adjustment, sometimes it's your first place, sometimes it's your second. But if you do make those adjustments, it's very, very likely that by the time you're buying your third or fourth place, you're going to be exactly where you should be at that time because you made the right decisions before. So once again, Click on the link in the description to get the this very important report, and I hope to hear from you soon.